0: Brought to you by FruitNet Media, this is Fruitbox. Hello and welcome to Fruitbox, FruitNet's series of conversations about the fresh fruit and vegetable business with me, Chris White. Every week I talk down the line from here in London with people from across the world of fresh produce about some of the biggest issues they face today. I I want these conversations to give you the best insight into how to do better business in fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, I'm just back from Asia, from Bangkok in Thailand, uh, in fact, where we put on our first Asia Fruit Logistica trade show in more than three years. It was really great to see so many familiar faces again and also to see how to see so many new ones too. It showed to me how much I've missed Asia these last few years through the pandemic. I first started travelling there when we started our Asia Fruit magazine back in 1995. And and it also showed me how much the fresh fruit and vegetable business in Asia continues to evolve. So, So what does this mean for Asia and therefore supplying countries around the world? to discuss with this with me this week i'm delighted to be joined uh, not by one but by two guests from a new business called fresh fruitex and they are carlos bonet who is in philadelphia in the united states and by jose votero who's in kuala lumpur the capital city of malaysia guys welcome to fruitbox
1: hi chris yes thank you very much for having us hi chris
0: it's great to have you both uh, uh, with me here today from opposite ends of of the of the planet uh, and that's the beauty uh, of the internet. Now I said you're a a new company kind of which is kind of true because Fresh Fruitex until a few weeks ago was called Frutex. So, so tell us what's happened. Uh, what's the start Jose explain um, please what, what what's what what's what's been
2: happening? Well we everything started 14 years ago. Uh, arriving into asia we saw an opportunity in southeast asia from the very first moment we considered that southeast asia could be considered as a primary market and not a secondary market also we saw that it's a market that needs a lot of attention and that we need to do a lot of customer service as well to understand the reality of the market the needs of the consumers and, and we also saw the great potential and you're right until a few weeks ago we were fruit x and now fresh fruit x which we are very happy about it um am fresh has uh has uh, taken has got a, an interest in the company uh, almost 2 years ago and at the end this has become a, a real partnership with fr- fresh buying uh, an interesting t- in stake into, fr- into fruit x which solidified our offer value to the market. Okay. We are, and this, and this is, sorry, Carl, uh, sorry, Jose, carry on. No, I mean we are. We are very grateful about this partnership in the sense that uh, we have been looking for a very unique model, uh, driving from the market, right, being a little bit special as a company, if you if you want to say it in a way. And uh, with Unfresh, we share same values pretty much as a company, despite the size of each company. Right, so it seems like it's a is a great uh, it's a great combination of two companies can achieve great things together.
0: And this, as you said, uh, Jose, has just happened a, a few weeks ago. So, turning to you, uh, Carlos, um, Amfresh, this group uh, where where you are uh, involved and have been working for for many years has its global headquarters in in Madrid. You're based in in Philadelphia, as I said. And as a group, you're generating. I think the global sales are of, of around 1.5 billion euros, uh, largely from Europe and North America. Uh, and now uh, Amfresh is coming to Asia in, in, in a big way. Why, why is it happening now? What's so significant about now?
1: Thank you, Chris. And first of all, thank you for having us on the show. Uh, it's a phenomenal to listen to a few episodes and, and we really appreciate this, this opportunity. Um, so Amfresh uh, is a global company. And as such, we cannot disregard uh, the potential in Asia. Uh, when you look at projections, at growth projections around the world, I think it's very difficult to find an area as attractive as Asia. Um, the engine of the planet has been steadily shifting to the east in the last few years, as we've all seen. And look, it's our decision to stay away from it, because obviously it's very complicated, uh, or uh, to look at it from a different perspective and take advantage of it, hand in hand with the best possible partner we could dream of. And this was Frutex. Um Amfresh provides sophisticated and modern solutions to, to serve retail. And this has been proven everywhere, as you were saying, um, and we're starting to see signs of Asian retail moving closer towards more advanced buying models, more European, North American buying models. So we're happy to, to bring our expertise, to bring our position in the industry and uh, together with the local presence and the understanding of the markets that Futex brings along in these 14 years, uh, as Jose was saying, uh, I think we have a very good combination.
0: Now, you, you said that uh, uh, much of your work at Amfresh has been in Europe and, and North America where you are, and that's direct uh, with the major supermarket chains. A uh, question is, is that really going to work in Asia? Uh, and, and is it going to start working now, Carlos?
1: Um, well, look, Chris, uh, the short answer is uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> it will work. Uh, it'll work differently uh, to other markets, of course. Uh, we'll just have to analyze it well and, and see how we serve it in the best way possible. Uh, we're a company that believes uh, in doing a deep dive into every market and every client that we serve. Uh, for us, volumes, per se, are really never a priority. Uh, volumes are a result of a job well done. Uh, so understanding what the opportunities are and how we can provide a solution that will help them help our retailers uh, in, in the Asia-Pacific region to sell the right product at the most competitive price, uh, that's what we do. Uh, I myself lived in Asia for nine years, till last year. I was living between South Korea and Singapore. And I can tell you that uh, retail has evolved very much, not only at a store level uh, for consumers, uh, but actually at a management level as well uh, from a strategy perspective. Um, it's, very, it's very interesting when you see the number of stores being open in countries like Vietnam, where they're doubling the number of stores within the next, I don't know, three years, uh, to say an example. It's quite unbelievable when you compare it to other parts of the world. Um, so obviously for these supermarkets that have these uh, growth potentials, The natural next step is to remain competitive and continue to grow. And one of the ways supermarkets do this, or some of them do this, is by looking into the supply chain and trying to see if there are any efficiencies that can be implemented in the chain without jeopardizing the quality and the consistency of the product. And this is where Amfresh feels at home. So we will work tirelessly to bring solutions as fresh fruit techs to our partners in the region. And we believe that this brings value Uh, to the clients, of course, because we're helping them be more competitive, uh, the supermarkets per se, and and at the same time to suppliers uh, that feel that when they work with fresh Fruit X, they're in good hands. Mm -hmm.
0: Let me come back to you, uh, Jose. Um, I guess the work that you've been doing over so many years, and and, uh, Carlos just mentioned uh, the growth rates in Thailand and so on, but the work that you've in in Vietnam, excuse me, the work that you'd been doing in in places like uh, Vietnam, in Malaysia, was really what kind of got the company interested in coming together in the way that you have done. Tell us some more about some of those opportunities that you see in places like Vietnam and Malaysia. Look, um,
2: 2018, we decided to shift our direction to to go towards retail. We were seeing that if we were doing only transactions within the wholesale market, our add value to the industry will not be um, sustainable over the time. Let's put it that way. We started with Vietnam, where we saw a market where, first let me put a note, retail market in wholesale, uh, retail market within Southeast Asia, is not bigger than 30% in most of the countries, right? I mean, except maybe Singapore, that uh, it has a bigger presence. So we're talking that we are very particular and a very niche market, right? 2018, we decided to go uh, to open a, a company in Vietnam where the focus was full retail. And we say, let's see how it goes because uh, we need to have something different and we need to add value into the chain. And that was a beautiful story because we saw a market shifting from traditional to modern trade. We see retailers adopting direct intakes, right? And you can see that the combination of retailers at times buying directly from producers—it's a formula that doesn't work, because there is—they need handling, they need accommodation, they need models that they adapt to the growth of these retailers. So that's where we saw opportunity. It was Vietnam more than Malaysia, I will say. Then immediately we replicate in Thailand, where these uh, two organizations that we have—it's uh, pretty much 90% going to retail. And, and we are willing to invest at the time uh, that is needed with all these retailers. All these organizations are growing at a different speed with different needs. There is not uh, one that is similar to another one. They are all very um, they are demanding organizations. It's a difficult market where we work with but it's very satisfactory because also includes all the value chain that Amfresh also has with us. Right? From the from varieties innovation, to production and distribution models, right there is where we can combine all. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and and that
0: and that bit is the bit I I wanted to come on to because uh, fresh and I come to you, Carlos. Now, uh, the work that you do, um, as Jose has just said, goes back to even um, before that farm gate. You do. Huge amounts of work in, in genetics and developing varieties of citrus, of table grapes and so on. And much of this work is targeted at the new demands of consumers. Is that, is that the bit of Amfresh that, that as it were, is, is additional to all that stuff that José already been doing?
1: Uh, yes, uh, we believe so, uh, Chris. Uh, so innovation is is at the core of what we do. It's who we are as Amfresh. Uh, it's, it's the core of everything. Uh, Amfresh uh, with innovation has a very unique value proposition. Uh, And this value proposition is only improved year year on year, uh, thanks to the mechanism in place, which is a fully integrated company, right? What I mean is when you understand the consumer and let's go maybe back from the end of the chain to to the beginning, to the genesis of the chain. uh, When you understand the consumer and their purchasing preferences, then you understand your client, the supermarket, and you bring them the best varieties at the best price in a transparent manner. Uh, So you're understanding Uh, packaging trends, you're understanding logistics. Uh, We have people at the farms uh, in different countries. Um, We understand the season's reality, uh, who are the growers that we should work with. So we're going backwards on the chain. Uh, When you have all of this integrated and fully visible for us as a company, uh, we are able to create the next generation of table grapes and citrus, which cater to all of the above. Uh, Meaning again, and, and I know you know this, but varieties with longer shelf life, which can travel better, which have better, more distinct tastes, which are disease resistant and therefore better for the world and the consumer. And let's not forget the star of our innovation programs, which is increased health benefits by maximizing antioxidant levels in the newest varieties. And so for us, when we we look at the consumers, of course, consumers around the world are very different, uh, but it's only natural that Asian consumers, just like Europeans or Americans do, uh, Will demand the best genetics uh, that our category has to offer.
0: I can see why that whole thing that Amfresh brings changes the business of Frutex, which you were before, into a much bigger, more exciting, more uh, less a trading business, if we can call it that, and one which is much, much more about working and really, imp- imp- well, kind of making a difference uh, to the, the business that supermarkets do. Do, do I see it correctly?
2: 100 uh, percent, Chris. I think uh, if we focus on these key pillars of delivering seamless solutions, transparency, agility, unique access to innovation platforms, right, for new varieties to continue to excite the customers, um, let's say that we are very obsessed with customer trends and market dynamics, right? So that allow us to serve better our partners. And in a way, there is a this very good phrase that I heard recently that it helped us to democratize help and provide Asian consumers with a great fruit.
0: You just mentioned consumers there. Um, now, now, we all know that it's easy to say that consumers kind of are very similar all over the place. And they are, but they're also quite different. And my feeling is, is that those, what are they, 500 million shoppers in Southeast Asia, they kind of aren't the same as five hundred million shoppers in in Europe, are they? It's a quite different demographic. So, so your life has all all of a sudden just got a whole lot more complicated, hasn't it, Catalos?
1: <laughs> no, it, it has. It has, of course, Chris. You're you're very right in saying that. Um, but well, as a company, we we love complications. Um, look, uh, understanding the markets and being close to them is is really the key. Uh, and uh, we believe that this is where this partnership uh, becomes a masterpiece. Hopefully. Um, with our experience on the ground uh, with the Fresh Fruit tech team uh, that have been present there for 14 years, with all the AmFresh machinery on the back of that, uh, thirsty to cater products that are required in the region, uh, we will believe it will succeed. Uh, it's something that, of course, uh, we need to do cautiously. We need to do it with a lot of respect and we need to be working with the right partners. Time will get us there. And if I'm allowed to say something about AmFresh, I think that uh, the best... I've been working here for, for five years, just as um, five... and. A little bit over five years now, and I must say uh, that the best and most valuable asset that Amfresh has is our capacity and our ability to understand and implement long-term strategies, uh, because we believe this will bring the biggest prize.
0: But but uh, to come back to you on this particular point, we've got a long-term strategy that you have to have in the U.S., a long-term strategy in Europe, and a long-term strategy in Asia. One would think that hey, we just have the kind of the same long-term strategy and cut and paste it. One to the other, but it doesn't work like that, does it?
1: Um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Uh, we we have to again. The long-term strategies have to be built uh, individually and tailor-made to the different markets. Uh, so this is why, uh, as as we were saying, this this partnership or this new company, Fresh Fruit X, uh, brings us the right roots. Uh, to be looking at these markets uh, long-term.
0: Now, something very significant which has just happened is I realized that we've been talking for about 10 or 15 minutes and we haven't yet mentioned the word China, which is quite rare in a conversation when we come to talk about Asia. Uh, n- neither of you have, have mentioned China uh, uh, and that's kind of no surprise in some ways because your focus is really on on Southeast Asia. But kind of doesn't that go against all the market logic which says that China is where you really
2: need to be, Jose? Ah, yes and no. Look, I think um, I will come back to China in a minute Uh, because currently we're very busy. I mean, each of the markets that we're serving, Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, Hong Kong, they all have its own and individual agendas. And they are already very busy agendas. At the same time this year, we are expanding into Cambodia, which we're seeing a significant growth as a country and into the Philippines. So it's already quite a bit in our place. In talking about China, I think it's, it's we need to have it and we have an agenda into China, but uh, we would like to go with something similar as what we do into Southeast Asia. So therefore we need to define very well, what is our approach and our go-to market into China. To do something that is already being there or conventional, I don't think that will be our approach. Retail will be, Hundred percent. We are already in discussions and on the how we're gonna the way of that is gonna work for us. But I would say that E 2 E solutions is the way that we see in China, and that uh, they will need that as well.
0: And 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 kind of one step at a time. Uh, the 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 company is is brand new. Uh, the signatures on the deal, I guess, uh, are kind of still wet. And you've just presented the business. Uh, in fact, uh, you did it very recently at one of our Asia Fruit, Asia Fruit Congress sessions at. At, at Asia Fruit Logistica. Um, so kind of what happens next? What are the plans now, Carlos?
1: Well, uh, look, we've done, uh, now we have the hard part uh, ahead of us really, <laughs> which, is, which is doing all the work. I mean, we've done a deep down analysis uh, of all these markets uh, together with FreshFruitex. Uh, we see the huge potential that we have. Uh, we have been launching the company for the last uh, two months and speaking to different retailers and speaking to suppliers, engaging everyone into the project which again, we're seeing a great reception uh, on all of this. Uh, but again, the, we have the hard part now, which is making it work.
2: Jose? Look, I will. let's try to keep doing the good things that we have been doing. Uh, we need a sustainable growth and growth responsible. At the end, we want to work with the best growers and that implies a lot of effort and dedication and a good work, right? So I think that's the approach.
0: Well, sitting here, it, it all sounds um, very, very exciting. Guys, that's all all we've got time for today on Fruitbox. I've been joined all the way from Philadelphia by Carlos Bonet and from Kuala Lumpur by Jose Botero of Fresh Fruitex. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today on Fruitbox.
1: Thank you, Chris. It's been fantastic. Thank you for the session. Thank
2: you, Chris. Great session.
0: So you can find today's conversation with Carlos and with Jose and the many others I'm having here at Fruitbox on our website, fruitnet.com. I share every episode of Fruitbox on my profile on LinkedIn, so connect with me there too. Post comments on what you hear, and please do reshare my post with your followers. And don't forget to let me know what issues you want to hear discussed here on Fruitbox. Stay tuned and continue to make Fruitbox your regular weekly listen. I have to say that one of the many things uh, that I enjoyed about being in Bangkok uh, a few weeks ago was meeting, and this was a great surprise to me, so many listeners. Uh, who came up to me from so many different parts of the world and told me how much uh, they enjoy listening to the show. Well, you know who you all are because you told me so. Thank you so much. That was Fruitbox, and this is Chris White. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.
1: To sponsor a future episode, please email advertising
0: at fruitnet.com. You can follow us on Twitter at FruitNet live. And don't forget you can keep up to date with all the latest fresh produce industry news at fruitnet.com.